0: Jenna is tweeting when she's supposed to be painting. Ennui is the religion of my generation. The singer from her favorite band updates his own Twitter feed as she refreshes her browser. She's in a small white room that smells like oil paints. Apparently, he sits in a Calgary University library with aching lumbar muscles. Man, since when did my lower back decide to turn 65 while the rest of me remains 30? Get me a stretcher. Jenna is alone in her studio, unprotected from the summer heat outside. Over the speaker, his pretty male voice coos over a single-strummed acoustic guitar and sweet piano triads. She cranks the volume and stands, waltzing with an imaginary partner. The object of her obsession is gay. And in her own reverie, slender blonde Jenna is more to his liking. She's a muscular older man with a thick black beard and calm, dark eyes. Her flimsy yellow baby tee is instead a plaid flannel work shirt filled out by testosterone and marked with sweat. Her secondhand cargo pants from Value Village are instead some kind of uniform, a janitor, a streetcar driver, a night watchman. Her thin wrists and forearms are thick and strong, corrugated with a dense patchwork of salt and pepper curls. Her voice is as deep as a cave. And the natural opiate of her masculine embrace could soothe an emotional young man, ease gentle sobs to quiet. She walks the perimeter of her white-painted artist studio, from the window views a Bavarian forest instead of a Parkdale pharmacy, listens to cicadas rather than car honks, and the non-sequitur bellows of a street fight below. My darling Luke would love me like this, she thinks, Together in the woods, I'd be his father figure, and he'd be my submissive soulmate. She would lie down on top of him, oppressing his limbs with her burly weight and height, as he squirmed and giggled on a blanket of pine needles, smiling. In a single movement, she would flip him over onto his belly. She'd fix his sore back for him, or at least take his mind off it. Fingertips to MacBook again, Jenna concocts a new fake Twitter identity with a picture of a good-looking trucker she finds on Google Images. She calls herself at Paul Bunyan. At Paul, posts a flirty reply directed at the Alberta troubadour Jen's crushing on. I happen to be very good at lower back massages, young man. Even on Twitter, she puts periods at the end of her sentences. Self-assured. Definitive. Jenna lies down on the clean wooden floor of her studio, the nearby canvas almost untouched since her arrival three hours ago. She closes her eyes and thinks again of the handsome singer serenading her as the song switches in iTunes. He's wearing a yellow parka and a tartan sweater, and his tender blue-eyed gaze is fixed on hers. He romps toward Jenna through the snow-covered trees, red-bearded and smiling. Jenna slides her finger down her pants. They kiss. Back in the studio by herself, with one hand braced on the desk, Jenna fucks herself with a YooHoo glue stick. Her forehead drips with sweat. She smells the grease from the restaurant on her jean jacket at her feet. Her black pants and olive cotton panties are pulled down around her ankles. The rectangle of the laptop screen glows, a pulsing LED shoebox in the otherwise dark room. The window is open. Outside, junkies yell at each other about something again. Judging from your tiny Twitter photo, I'd most definitely let you give me that massage, at Paul Bunyan. One minute, she's a bearded high school coach, making that Calgarian singer do 100 push-ups in a pair of tattered gray sweatpants, stepping on his back with the worn sneaker of authority, so he's unable to rise. The next, she's a nerd from a high school glee club, and she and Luke are teenage boys, stroking one another's faces, clad in pajamas, with twin erections tented toward one another. Then she's back at the art studio. Luke is playing with her vagina like it's the first one he's seen, stroking himself and poised to enter her. And Gabe's sweaty foreskin slaps her cheek, so she opens her mouth. Then it's just the two of them again, Jenna laying on her back with Luke's bearded chin connected to her wet pussy, his nose bumping her clitoris and sliding around it as she bucks, looking up at her own paintings, which for once seemed less abstract than usual. Jenna punches her own clit five times with the ball of her hand, and she's done. The glue stick falls out of the other hand, to the floor. She closes one of the tabs on her web browser, a video of Luke and bandmates busking in a park in London, England. As the tune had hit its emotional crescendo, she got off. It did feel odd that some young kids were watching the band in the video as she frigged herself. She goes back to the Twitter page and taps out a reply from at Paul Bunyan. It would be hard to keep my hands on your back muscles. I know they would want to roam lower. Funny she had incorporated her boyfriend Gabe into the sex fantasy. He would never get into a scene with two guys. The time they brought home a girl from a club had been a disaster. By 3 a.m., Jenna feels wiped. The apartment is three blocks away, but she needs to get painting again first thing in the morning. She pulls the sleeping bag out of the corner, unfolds it under the studio window, and lays on top. A cool breeze blows over her. She likes her own sweet smell on her hands. Jenna hears her phone vibrate in the middle of her crumpled pile of pants over by the desk. She closes her eyes.